0: Hey, welcome back to The Joe Carey Show. Thank you for tuning in. I want to talk about, we're going to have Jim Sanawan in about uh, one minute. I just want to share this uh, story from the New York Post. You know, Bill de Blasio's wife, millions of Americans are unemployed, hundreds of thousands of New Yorkers unemployed, and the mayor announces, hey, unless I can blackmail Donald Trump into giving the city money, I'm going to have to lay off 22,000 city employees. Forget about the hundreds of thousands of New Yorkers who are unemployed. Forget about the thousands of business owners who've lost their business. De Blasio, he's now concerned because he has to lay off his constituency, right? 22,000 city workers. Not not that they've lost their job, but they're facing job cuts. Well, somebody did research and said, well, you know what? We're looking at Bill de Blasio's wife. We're looking at Bill de Blasio's wife. It's, it's Wilhelm, right? Isn't that, isn't that his former name, Wilhelm? So we're looking at Wilhelm's wife and they realize she has a staff of 14. But this is the first lady of New York city, no official position, right? Kind of like the first lady of the United States a staff of 14, including a videographer who's paid $70,000 a year to apparently follow the first lady around and watch her baking cookies and delivering meals. And really, that's the best use of the money. So all in for her staff, All in, it looks like they are spending $2 million a year on staff to support the First Lady of New York City, who has no official job with the city. So when the Democrats say socialism and they say it's good for us, what they mean by us is you and me, not themselves not with a staff of 14 people, not paying $2 million a year for that. Let's bring in some uh, common sense and sanity with Jim Sano. Jim, thank you for joining us today.
1: Oh, it was my pleasure, Joe. Good to hear from you today.
0: So, Jim, tell me, $2 million, a staff of 14, is that something that's going to go over well with New Yorkers?
1: Well, I can add a few things to that, but... Before I get into that, if I may, you were talking about Josh, your son. I would make a suggestion on air, maybe folks, their children as well as themselves might be interested, but a book that he could read very quickly that would give him insights for the rest of his life is called Lord of the Flies. I think every kid that's 12 years old or thereabouts that can read this thing uh, should read it. If you're capable at 9, you should read it at 9 because it'll give you some insight to things that happen around you every day, politically, family, schools, and everything else. It'll give them some uh, protection, I guess, from things that are going to happen to them in the future, and it'll give them an insight that's second to none. But with that said, uh, his wife is not only in control of that particular budget, but she's already lost between $1 and $3 million on different programs that were set aside for his wife exclusively to run, and there's no accounting of any kind. That tells you something, I think. These people are as bad as they can get times 10. The other side of this guy, uh, the other side of the coin on this guy and his wife are uh, obvious. You just have to dig down and look at some of the headlines. Uh, I also might say not... Regarding to de Blasio, but just in general, as I hold you high on the radio list of people to listen to, Tucker Carlson has gotten better every day. I know you watch his TV show, and it might be advantageous for folks to hear that, too, at 8 o'clock, Monday through Friday, uh, every, uh, every weekday on the fox network the man has gone tremendously uh, crazy i guess you might say in investigating things that are absolutely uh, pertinent for the public to know he's done such a phenomenal job as well so i just wanted to bring that up as well and as i said last week i think the only solution unfortunately to new york is uh, if we can somehow get a recall on this guy who's really bad uh, before there's nothing left and somehow encourage rudy giuliani to take the helm and fix these problems and prosecute those who have to be prosecuted.
0: Jim, have you have you watched any of the DNC? I know that's a big ask, um, but do you see any of it? Do you watch any of the clips? Because I, when I started the show, I said, it's devoid of any vision. Like there's no, America is better. We can be better, let's go better. It really seems to be nonstop. We hate Trump, uh, as you say, Amerophobes who just hate America. True. That's not a that's not a vision that resonates with people.
1: And I think that's a that's a blessing, don't you? I think it exposes these people for what they truly are. You know the uh, the old Nazi regime. If you tell a lie often enough, their belief was it starts to resonate, and people start to believe. It. And these people are, quite, oh they're they're guilty as hell for this kind of a thing. Plus the fact that what they do, in uh, so far as pointing fingers at everybody and everything, if you listen to what they say and the way they they speak about these issues absolutely convict themselves. If, as an attorney, you can convict every single one of them of espousing exactly what they do. And uh, that's, that's a truism. I heard, and I don't, you No, know, I don't waste any time. I don't have a lot of time, as you know, and I don't waste it on this kind of a thing. It's just a waste of time. These people are a joke from top to bottom. But if you heard Bernie Sanders, and I heard that on an excerpt on a news show the other night, I think it was the first night of this uh, convention, if you want to call it that, Everything he said reinforced my position for Donald Trump because everything he was espousing that needs to be addressed is being addressed. And everything he put his finger on is exactly what they're guilty of sabotaging. I mean, it's so obvious it's in front of you.
0: And, uh, Jim, we have about uh, two minutes left. I, I want to spend those two minutes talking about uh, Donald Trump and uh if you were advising the president, I mean, the Democrats, they show up, they they truly don't have a pitch or a vision on how we can be a better country for our kids and grandkids. If you were advising the president, what advice would you be giving him? I mean, I don't know if you heard it, but on the show, like uh, the, the Democrats, uh, Biden, Harris, they're not even getting a bounce from their convention. Trump is the one going up in the polls. Would you continue just to say, do what you're doing? Would you tweak what he's doing? What would you say?
1: Well, as I've said to you in the past, everything he does is true to his own heart. The man is a believer in the American system. It's an obvious. Just look at what he's accomplished in three years. And look at how he goes about solving a problem. He doesn't stop. He's relentless until the problem is solved or on the brink of being solved. And every single thing that he has attempted to accomplish, he's made some tremendous progress and some tremendous successes and wins. I mean, at this point in time, it looks like we're going to have a vaccine of some sort within the next 60 days, if not sooner. That's all Donald Trump. That's what it comes down to. He's a man that decides it's going to be done, and he moves like hell to safeguard the American people every single minute of every day because he thinks like the American people. And as you said with regard to a merophobe, he is the opposite. He's an American, as am I and as are you and as are most of your listening folks. And uh, when you're an American, you can do anything. You just put your head down and keep on going until you succeed.
0: Jim, I appreciate it. Any last message you want to leave with the audience?
1: Well, just that, uh, with regard to the voting, which you already hit, you, you hit that real well. Don't let anything come between you and your vote. As Trump says, it's a one-man, one-person, one vote. And if we don't leave the opportunity for the Democrats to uh, go in there and do some sabotage on this mail and stuff, we've got ourselves a great win and a great four years to go in the future for our kids and ourselves.
0: Jim, couldn't have said it better. Thank you for joining us this week.
1: Thank you, Joe. Have a good one.
0: That was uh, Jim Sano with the, uh, with the common sense and insight that uh, we all need. And I've got to tell you, it is a, a trying time. Uh, when I was flying yesterday, um, everybody says, well, Joe, you know, tell me about the airplane. Like, is it full? Is it not full? Well, it's full. I, I fly American, and um, the plane is full it's not at capacity like it was before the pandemic, but it's full, but it's a misleading uh, indicator because the only reason it's full is that American has rolled back their flight schedule. So with less flights, they're putting more people on the remaining ones. And I will tell you, flying, there's always a certain amount of tension when you're flying. You know, I've done it so much, I. I basically roll with it. I know the drill and you just go with it. But I will tell you, there is a an increased tension that you can sense from people. And you can blame that on a lot of factors and a lot of things. But a lot of that, you know, we have to start addressing because if we're waiting for government to take that away, if we're waiting for government to give us those answers, it's not going to happen. That's us. And we can do it. That's the great thing. Hey, thank you for listening. Remember, get right with God, be kind. Stay tuned. Brian Hyde up next, right here on K Talk 1640 AM.